Hello, Faith family. I'm here with Dee Larry. We are very excited to talk about the sermon today. So Dee, how are you helped by today's sermon? Um, well, definitely hearing <clears throat> the Saul's character and then fast forwarding to Jesus' character mm -hmm. and how God has given himself to us and he is this king that we can bank on. Yes. Um, we don't have to rely on a king that will be chicken hearted, mm -hmm. uh, that will fail us because any earthly king will. We have a king that's everlasting mm. and we can surrender ourselves to this king and all of our wills and wants to him and we know that as he governs over us, he cares for us, we can trust that he will never fail us. Mm. And how refreshing that is for yes. us as people who naturally want to take control to have that peace of mind, knowing that Jesus never will fail us. Mm -hmm. So sweet. I just love the, the ordinary of these people's lives. Like Saul didn't think he was going to be crowned king. Absolutely. Samuel didn't think the nation of Israel was going to demand a king. It was just very abrupt things in their lives. Absolutely. Often like things happen in our lives. Absolutely. And when you're reading the Old Testament, it's just great not to think of yourself as the Saul or the right. Samuel, but like one of the townspeople that Absolutely. all of a sudden is like, oh, we're getting a king. Okay. Absolutely. And that's so much our lives. We yeah. live in the ordinary. Absolutely. And so to just watch God work through their ordinary reminds Absolutely. me how he's working in my ordinary. Absolutely. Well, we covered a lot of <laughs> scripture today, three chapters, and it's narrative. It's a, it's a story being told. So God chooses to reveal himself through stories. We know that in the Old Testament. So how did this narrative help you understand God's ways and his character better? Um, absolutely. One thing about narratives is we grow up on them. Yes. Like we grew up hearing, you know, children's stories. And so it's just this beautiful way to mm -hmm. have God reveal himself. And you get these little tidbits, like the, like you said, the ordinaries, like mm -hmm. Saul hiding in baggage. Yeah. That is just, <laughs> just really just adds to the story. And like I said earlier about showing the differences between him and Jesus, mm -hmm. like him being this cowardly type of person in this narrative. And then we fast forward and we get this kingly person who is, has a lion's courage. And mm -hmm. so it's beautiful. And I think sometimes even when teaching our children, yes. it's sometimes easier for them to grasp when we can present God to them in a narrative style and when we read the word. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can remember this story. It's easier for yes. me to even recall what God did in this situation or how God dealt with his people. So I would say that's what I enjoy. That's about really sweet. Listening to a narrative. Yes teaching and uh, reading narrative stories in the Bible. Yes. I wrote down that I saw a patient father yes. in the scripture today. I saw a merciful savior. And then I saw a sovereign Lord. Absolutely. And how sweet, like you said, to see that in a narrative form, rather than saying God is merciful, God is right. sovereign, God is patient. We know all of those things. Right. But when we see him deal with his children right. so lovingly, we it be, can become much more real to us absolutely, and more beautiful. So, and it's crazy how this passage was really sad in a way and oh, yeah. that the children of Israel just were like, we don't want you. We don't yeah. want to, we really don't even want to be your people anymore. Absolutely, We'd rather just be our own thing. Like yeah. everybody else gets to be their right. own thing. And then how that passage when you see God's character, all of a sudden is such a comfort to yeah. you because he never 
leaves us. Absolutely. <laughs> this is, I always say this is one of the most heartbreaking passages in yes. um, chapter eight, where you see this rejection and, and we do it. We reject yes. God. Yes, we do. Um, and you see God telling Samuel and even in that comforting Samuel by letting them know the true rejection is me. Mm -hmm. And yet he doesn't say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave I'm going to reject you I'm, then. I'm done. He doesn't <laughs> yes. return it. And that's just, uh, it just, just heightens his holiness because yes. we would say, hey, we're being rejected. Now let me reject you. Right. But God is so different from us. Even though yes. we're made in his image, he's this perfection where his ways are just simply not our ways. Mm. And he loves and he loved these people all the way to the cross and rejection after rejection after rejection. And it's crazy because this is, this story's only taking place years later after God has helped them defeat uh, the Philistines and yes. how God brought the ark back and it's the handmaid to his final resting place, but brought the ark back to Israel. And it's how easily we forget. Yes. We had therefore already forgotten it, mm -hmm. what God had done. If we ever think we're not Israel, <laughs> we should check ourselves. Yeah, we should check ourselves. We always often like to point at Israel, what a bunch of complainers yeah. and not following Christ and rejecting the Lord when... The, it's just a picture of us. Yeah, it really oftentimes. is. It really is. Well, there was four theological con theological connections at the end. Was there a specific one that just really stuck out to you? Well, I thought I would already have it pulled up on my phone, but my phone decided <laughs> to do something totally different. Um, yes, um, in the sinful rejection, mm -hmm. how um, through our worldly view. Mm. And worldly wisdom, we can look at things and say, we want that, whether it be yes. a king or something else. And it just mm -hmm. looks so good to us. Like when the people saw Saul and he's big mm -hmm. and he, he, you know, physically he is everything you would want in a king. Yes. And how it's not. And how we sinfully reject God mm -hmm. and we begin to attribute our comforts, our peace, yes. our protection, all these things that God is responsible for, we want to give them over to something else. Mm -hmm. Well, I have peace because I have a nice home. Right. Or I have comfort because I'm educated and I have a great job. Mm -hmm. And we just sinfully are just just not mindful that it is God who has done all these things for us. Yes. And But even in that, just knowing that even if God, if we reject him, he does reject us. Mm -hmm. um, he seeks us in our rejection. Yes. And what just a beautiful comfort that is to it us. It is. It's so beautiful. I loved um, the providence of God is on display even in the small details of life. Oh, yeah. And that our liberty never outruns the eternal purposes of God. Absolutely. We can't mess up his plan. Absolutely. <laughs> How beautiful is that? As a child of God, too, at the end of the day with worry and anxieties and cares, to just rest, I can't mess it up. Absolutely. And thank God and, for it. <laughs> and I'm not held responsible for those things. Yeah. I am at, at the feet of the creator God and he will do what he pleases. Absolutely. And I will delight in his holiness. What a sweet, yeah. sweet thing to be one of his children. Absolutely. No well, Dee, thank you for joining me. And thank you, Faith Family. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.
www.thepodcastnetwork.com.